0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Vacation Club show, or the DVC show, as we call it, coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week via Skype by my good friends from the DVC store, Mr. Jerry Saito. May the fourth be with you. Oh, Lord. You've been, you've been inside too long. Um, yes, hello, everyone. Our associate producer, Corey Fiescanaro. Welcome home. And Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. And operating the controls, Ed Sheeran. Ahoy, ahoy. Well, welcome, folks. Welcome to the show. Hope your Monday is going well. Just want to remind everyone that uh, this show is brought to you by dvcstore.com. So if you're in the market to uh, buy a DVC contract or sell your DVC contract, please give them a call. And I don't have the number off the top of my head, uh, uh, Jerry. 1-800-550-6493.
1: There
0: you go. Or DVCstore.com. All right. This week we thought we'd uh, get back to doing one of our pros and cons show. Uh, shows and uh, we thought that uh, talking about Olani because that's always on my mind. So we thought we'd talk about the pros and cons of Olani. Now, um, Jerry uh, has been to Olani, but before it was open, I guess it was under construction. Correct. Uh, Craig, Sean, and I have been there. Uh, Fiasco has not. So um, I guess we'll get. Some mixed perspectives about, you know, uh, for the few folks who haven't been there and stayed there, um, what their perception of the pros and cons are. And then those of us that have been there and stayed there, some of us multiple times, um, will share our thoughts. So let's see. Who do I want to start with? How about Fiasco?
2: Yeah. So looking at Alani, it's something that I definitely want to do. Uh, but a con, I think, would be obviously it's kind of a reach so when you're thinking, I want to plan a Disney vacation, I mean, unless you've been to Alani, your mind does, isn't going to instantly drift to like, oh yeah, Disney vacation, I'm going to book Aulani. Um It's kind of far off. Like you're probably thinking Walt well, Disney World, Disneyland, something of that nature. Uh, and if you were to plan an Alani trip, that plane flight is going to be pretty intense. Um, and also, you know, it's not a theme park. So it's a different type of experience, speaking as somebody who's never done it. Uh, it's something that really appeals to me. Like the relaxation spa type environment is something I'm really into, but, um, yeah, just thinking about it, not being a Disney theme park, being a Disney resort and spa and then the plane ride and then the price tag. I mean, those are kind of the things that make it a little bit more of a reach to do an Alani vacation for me.
0: Well, I know Sean has been, um, checking out availability at Olani uh for the fall. And how has it been looking to you, Sean? Is is availability um, relatively good right now? Yeah. Um
3: it's it's relatively available. Um I think that um you know I was looking in September for a lot of it. Um a lot of the a week for a deluxe studio well a I was looking at two bedrooms. They're around 400 points for a week. Um, And then like a one bedroom is more around 250 to 300 points, just depending on the view, I guess. So, um, and that's, that's for a week there. Um, So it is definitely pricier points wise um, of the resorts, but I mean, you're going to Hawaii. So that's, that's a big chunk of it.
0: Well, you know, for me, one of the pros of Olani is that it is a Disney resort that doesn't have a theme park and it stands on its own, mm. uh, which is really something special. Um, and you know, when they built that resort, they expected that people were going to spend maybe two days, maybe three days at the resort and the rest of their time, they would be driving around the island. And they, they quickly learned that that wasn't the case, that there's so much to do there. There's so much, so many activities going on there, um, that people were staying at the resort a lot longer than they expected. So they had to expand the pools, the food offerings. They had to do all this construction over the last few years to, to address that. and, you know, yeah, a con is that if you're coming from the East Coast, that is a long flight and it can be an expensive flight. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's not difficult to find good deals. Often what we've suggested to people is fly to California, spend a couple days in California and then get a round trip from uh, L.A. to Honolulu. And when you break it up like that, you tend to find ultimately a better deal. Um, yeah,
3: there are a lot of flights right now that are running for the fall to Hawaii that are around three hundred dollars round trip. So it's definitely not. Um, some are even in the the two hundreds if you're going out of L.A. or San Francisco if you're on the West Coast. There's some on the East Coast that are running about four hundred to four fifty, um, which is
2: a lot less than it usually would be. So as someone who's never been to Alani, uh, this question in chat right here kind of struck me and to your point, Pete, you said that they were planning for people to have other, like to go out and do other things, but most people are generally staying at the actual resort. A uh, question from chat from Marco says, besides the beach,
0: what other things do you have to do at Alani though? Well, okay, first again, on this is all on the pro list. Um, the lazy river in the middle of the resort is unbelievable. Okay, it's the best lazy river I've ever seen. It's just absolute, it's paradise, right? Uh, The spa facilities at this resort are ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. It is so over the top. It's huge. They have incredible treatment menu, and just the facility itself Mm -hmm. is just stunning. Um, Then you have... um, especially for DVC members, you have activities going on every day, uh, in the, um, members, what the hell is it called? Um, you know, the members area, the, the, the the community center, community center, um, you know, there were ukulele lessons going on the last time we were there. There's all sorts of activities that go on in there. Um, Plus, you have one, two, three separate pools. You've got the big pool. You've got the infinity pool out in the front. And then you've got the adults-only pool uh, there as well. So if pool and cabana days are your thing, um, it's a great resort. Now, that's not even my thing. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, the... I've 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 likened Olani to Disney Cruise Line on land. Um, you've got an excursions desk that will tell you they'll tell you everything that uh, that they that they all the excursions around the island that they offer, and that includes island hopping to doing day trips to other islands uh, in Hawaii. Um, There's also so, a golf
3: course right across the street.
0: Right. Um, Milani.
3: um so if you want if you're a golfer like that's a great opportunity um and really it's you also have to remember that your your time is so off while you're there because uh, i remember the first time that i was going I, you know i got there and they were like oh the lazy river closes at six and all the other pools close at seven except the adult one which closes at like 10 i think and i was like the pool closes at six like i was like that's a little ridiculous and by six o'clock, I'm like, oh, it's midnight on the East Coast. Like, I'm I get why things are starting to wind down because most of the people are coming from Japan or they're coming from uh, the United States or you know the, the mainland of the United States and people's timing is off. I remember many days being up at like three o'clock in the morning, like okay, like wow. getting ready to start my day because it's nine thirty where I'm from, so. I'm, I'm up and about and nothing's open yet. So you do have a
0: weird time issue there. Yeah. But you get over that. You get over that in a couple of days. I mean, it's jet lag, right? And you get over that in a couple of days. Um, Another con that um, is the expense. Okay. What it costs Um, as uh, if you're, if you're just doing the regular hotel side, uh, it's very expensive um sometimes unnecessarily so and i find that even when i mean i think it's an amazing product but i think that you know when i say it's like cruise line on land it's like cruise line on land including the price um and you know even when they're offering specials a lot of times i'll go and i'll look at the price i'm like yeah it's still too much and then after becoming a DVC member you know it's like okay yeah, because the facility is amazing, right? It's just amazing, mm. but but um, it's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of points um, as as compared to you know the resorts here. Um, it's definitely more expensive, mm. but I it's think that a
1: lot into the season though. Like the summer season is very expensive. Christmas is very expensive. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, the spring break time, very expensive. But there are some pockets, some off-season times at Alani that are that aren't very expensive. You can actually not to mention when the, you hit it in the off-season, airline tickets are much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can you can fly there for a better value. But if you're going to go during the popular times, yeah, the point chart's a little bit higher and the you know airlines will be higher because the demand is there. You know, that's why they. Um, I, but I, I would also say going back to Alani, you, you okay. mentioned it's not really a theme park uh environment but to me like so i've been to hawaii six times and i think when you get to hawaii it, it, it yeah no theme park but it in itself is like this magical place the culture the food everything about hawaii is just so incredible that it's like a living theme park because it's so unique and so different from from the mainland so Hawaii is spectacular, and yeah, Lonnie is too. So you get kind of the best of both. You get to this wonderful resort that Disney built, and then you get this culture and this food and this music and a place that you'll never—I mean, you will never duplicate it. It is amazing, amazing.
0: And so, I think for a lot, I think sorry. for a lot of people, this is a once-in-a-lifetime, a once-in-a-lifetime mm-hmm. once trip. And people on the on the West Coast much more likely to go because that's a five-hour, four or five-hour flight for them as opposed to from the east coast where it's like nine or 10 hours. Um, So I think for a lot of people, this is a a once in a lifetime, a once in a lifetime trip, but.
1: I thought um, that too, I thought, oh, that's my honeymoon spot. You know, I'm gonna go there for my honeymoon. I've been there six times. Like I could not get enough. Now again, I haven't stayed at Alani. I've been to Oahu, been to Maui, been to the, the islands, but I thought, okay, this is a once in a lifetime trip. To me, to me, it was magic. I was like, I have to come back here. Like, I, no. if I could afford it. I would move there. I love it. It's so beautiful.
0: Well, that's the other thing. The other con. The uh, other con. Not only is Alani expensive, but all of Hawaii is expensive. You mm-hmm. have to remember that pretty much all the food that they have there is being imported. Right? They're not growing it there. They're not. They're not raising it there. They're bringing it in from the mainland. So. That costs more money. So it is definitely a much, much higher cost of living, much more expensive place to vacation. Yeah. That being said, I've never walked away saying that wasn't worth it. Right. In Mm -hmm. fact, I keep wanting to go back.
3: Yeah. I know the first time I went, like, because I, I do always recommend to people getting a one bedroom because you get a kit, a full kitchen. Um, and I ended up cooking a lot while I was there. Whereas if I were going to Disney world or Disneyland, I would eat out, but there isn't a lot of variety of food. I mean, cause there's just the one quick service and then there's a uh, character buffet and then there's their signature dining. But if you're going for seven or eight days, you can't. You you don't want to necessarily just do that same thing again and again, and uh, so I cooked, but it was even buying ingredients and stuff was very expensive. I know I got a pineapple; it was ten bucks. I got a uh, I got a box of frosted flakes, and it was like eight dollars. And I was like, oh wow, yeah, like this is just a but, regular sized box of cereal. But like, we
0: were also we were also shopping right across the street from the resort, and mm-hmm. that was definitely a tourist. That was definitely a tourist yeah. store. So those prices mm-hmm. were inflated even for Hawaii. The, the
1: um, we stopped at Costco and we did you know, we had a kitchen. I didn't yeah. stay there, we had a kitchen. So we went to Costco, we loaded up on all kinds of food and we cooked because it, if you go out to dinner out there, it does get very expensive.
2: Oh yeah. Um, you guys brought up back a while when we were talking about things to do, excursions. Uh, I know and and I know you guys went on a helicopter tour. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, what other excursions can you do? Um, they, well, you can. In, I was go ahead.
1: I was gonna say you can go to the North Shore, which is uh, you know it's just a about an hour's drive, maybe not quite that far, but that's where some of the biggest waves in the world are, and watch some of these surfers just do what they do. It's it's absolutely incredible. I, uh, so you got oh, go ahead, Pete.
0: I was just gonna say I would not do the North Shore as an excursion. I would take that money, rent a car for the day, because oh, there's, a, yeah, yeah. there's a, sure. an Alamo car rental right there at the resort. Rent a car for the day, drive up, because the excursion, you're going to be timed, right. um, and you want to be able to explore, and I've mentioned it on shows before, you drive up to the North Shore, you hang around in the town of Haleiwa, maybe have some lunch, and then around uh, around sunset, you go over to Turtle Bay, which if you've watched the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall, that's the movie, that's the, uh, the hotel. And you can go over to Turtle Bay, you can sit by the pool, by the pool bar, um, and get some drinks and some appetizers and watch the sunset. It is probably one of the most prolific sunsets you will ever see Mm -hmm. uh, from that vantage point. It's incredible. But I would not do a shore excursion up to the North Shore, I'd I, I go ahead and drive. But I'm sorry, Jerry, you were getting yes. ready to say something else. You
1: could yeah. also go into the you know Waikiki, you know, and, and they do surf lessons again. If you're into surfing, they they have tiny waves to bigger waves where you could actually rent a longboard and you could have like an experience with a coach or go out on your own and actually learn how to surf. And the waves are very mild, they're not uh, very aggressive. So they're like little rolling hills and you could learn, if, if that's something you've ever had the desire to do, it's a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can well, the wave
0: I'm sorry the way the wave situation depends on what time of the year you're there well, well per, uh, the, north the north shore has some of has some of the biggest is, is some is one of the the most uh, uh biggest surfing uh areas in the world yeah, yeah and they it's not unusual for them to have 20 foot waves so I, I want to just well, I'm make sure Waikiki. that we're saying about time of year
1: yeah I was talking Waikiki if you're in the north shore that's 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 locals only or professionals only. That's you. Nobody's getting out there on vacation surfing the North Shore. And again, it's it's mo- mostly locals or professionals. But if on the Waikiki side, when you're over on oh. the, yeah, by Diamond Head, that's where you can ride these small waves and, and learn. And it's and year-round. Like they're little rollers, so they're easy um, to learn on. And on. Sean, well, you had something.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I have done the helicopter tour excursion, which I did book through Olani. Um, it was a really short walk. It was like 10 minutes away. I walked down to where the helicopter, you know, landing pad was and did that. Um, I've also done a Pearl Harbor excursion through Alani. Um, so we got to go see Pearl Harbor. They took us out on the boat and took us to the actual landmark and you got to get out and walk on it. Um, I don't think they actually allow that anymore, but, um, they, they did at the time. Um, you can do the day trips to Kauai. You can do the day trips to Maui um you also can book uh an excursion that takes you up to all the places where they filmed for like the show lost and jurassic park jurassic world uh, all the shows that have filmed in hawaii um they kind of have like a movie set tour or whatever like a backlot tour um that's a good that was option cool. even just even just the the there was one day that me and pete the last time went to the mall that was there, and it's this humongous, like three-story outdoor mall. Um, So, it, and it was just very, very cool to get over there and do that on just a uh, like a break day. But it's the only place I've ever been where I, the first time I went, I spent the entire eight days at the resort and never left at all. And that's the only I would never do that in my normal life. Like I would never ever plan a trip where I didn't have activities planned every day because I just would get bored and I was afraid I was going to get bored. And I was like, wow, I really just relaxed and enjoyed myself on this. So in I've that actually, way, it's like a Disney cruise.
2: I've actually done the Pearl Harbor excursion as well. Just not with Alani. I did it with the, the U S Navy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what the smirk was for. I'm seeing the smirk on his face. I'm like, he's got something to say. Uh, uh, well, yeah, that's, it's a little bit um, of a different experience, but right. I mean, um, the,
3: the the biggest thing to me that they offer there is the luau. Um, going to that is worth every penny that's ever been spent on that luau. I think it is the most fun show that I've seen, and Disney puts it on so well. Um, they have a regular option. They also have a VIP option. Um, so it's the regular is about 100 to $150 a person, and then the VIP is over 200 a person. But... It is a fantastic show. And I always tell people to do it at the beginning of their trip. Like, you want to do it as early as you possibly can because it rains a lot. And so, if it gets rained out, they will just rebook you onto the next luau, like another day. But of course, if you wait till the end of your trip and then it gets rained out, you're not going to be there for your next appointment and you'll just have to get a refund. So,
0: um, but it's well worth it. It's fantastic. All right, Craig, I want to bring you into this because you have been out there. A few times. Uh, what are your pros and cons of alani Craig?
4: I've only been there the one time, back in 2013. I would.
0: Oh, I thought you'd been out there again.
4: No, no, just the just the one time when when we all went out way back when, and I I would say my pro is the theming, a hundred percent, as you've already talked about before. Uh, it. To me, like, when we got to Hawaii and we walked through the airport, that open airport, and it, like, that started to feel like Hawaii. And then as we were driving around and and getting to Alani, you know, it kind of went back and forth because where Koalina is, it's, like, very dry and mountainous, at least at the time of year we were there in May. And once we got there, it was, like, you know, once we got onto the resort area, I was, like, okay, this is... This is Hawaii this is like this feels like an authentic version of what they're doing at the Polynesian. So I was sold on it for that and uh, it's I I think that for me is the honestly that's the biggest selling point. I could not imagine going to Hawaii without at least staying a night or two there um, you know depending on your budget if you can afford, a 7-day stay at Alani why the heck not just go for it if you could only afford 4 days you know if flights are good and and you want to only be at Alani I could even say you know I I could swing that but if you can stay 7 nights by doing like an Airbnb but you can still afford a night or two at Alani I I just I could not imagine not doing it the resort is just so mm-hmm. incredibly beautiful and um yeah, the the only the only con really is is the area in Koalina. It's just kind of landlocked. I know there's other hotels around that you can escape to, and there's, there is a little bit mm-hmm. close within walking distance. But, you know, in, in terms of the stuff that you are going to want to see, the North Shore, uh, if you want to do the Dole Pineapple crazy Area like that's every place you have to go beyond that you have to you have to drive or or find a way to get there and so that that's my only real major con on it. I it's been so long with the food situation that I I don't really remember that much about it. I remember the food was was good that I had that I enjoyed everything, but not enough to to make a statement on it. And ultimately, I will say I, I can kind of in terms of like the amount of days and stuff. I was looking back at my footage this morning, not even knowing that this was going to be a show topic. Just I'm going through old hard drives looking at everything. And I noticed after about three or four days there, that's when I it went from like having hundreds of video clips a day just down to like five or ten. And so I, I think that for me is saying like at least to really get the most out of Alani and experience it, you do need at least like three or four days there. So,
0: and and to your to your point earlier, Craig, um, you know if you can't afford to do the full week, if it's too much, do the full week at Alani. Then, uh, my my suggestion would be, you know, do three or four nights at Alani. Take a look at Turtle Bay. Uh, Turtle Bay is. Every time I've looked at it, I found the price is reasonable, especially when comparing it to Olani. It mm-hmm. is up on the North Shore. It is um, in an area that they're not developing; they're not allowed to develop anymore hotels. So it's still very much old Oahu. It's old Hawaii, and it's got that vibe to it. And uh, Turtle Bay is not part of a massive hotel chain. It's independently family, independently family-owned. Hotel and it kind of has that that charm to it, and the service is magnificent, absolutely magnificent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're you're paying, you know, you're paying like half what you pay at yeah. Olani. So
3: I would even suggest taking, like, even if you could only do Alani for three or four days and maybe just hopping over to a different island like Maui or something and staying a couple of days there to, I mean, I've been to Hawaii a couple of times now, but I've only been to Oahu. I've not island hopped at all. Um, So that is something I'd recommend doing because it would be cool. But one of the other big pros to me is the resale price on it. Um, Is fantastic. I, I own at Alani and I bought direct. Um, I wish that I had bought resale because it literally would have been like half the price. Compar- comparatively, um, it tends to average around $100 to $105 a point for most Alani's that I see come through. And even then, because it's not sold out, Disney's very unlikely to use their right of first refusal. So it's pretty much a lot to get it if you're if you're actually going to put in the bid. And I think if you're somebody who doesn't who books seven months or less anyway, that's like one of the per- most perfect resale options that you can have because a lot of the less expensive ones have a higher uh, less expensive contracts have either a higher um, Membership dues fee, or they expire in like 2042 or earlier, whereas Alani expires in like 2066. So, I mean, you are 2062, I think. So, you still have like 40 years almost or what i think it's somewhere around 40 or 42 years left on it so you definitely have a long time to get to use it and if you're fine going to disney world and staying at like old key west or saratoga springs for your last minute type stuff um then buying alani is some of the best use of your money because you'd pay so
0: much less per point well let's springboard off of that jerry and talk about resale resale prices on Alani and what that looks like.
1: Yeah, there's some great deals with Alani right now. So, you know, mentioned between 100 to 105 per point. Being in the pandemic situation, there are some sellers agreeable to less than 100 per point. So uh, Alani is a good option. The maintenance fees, they're on the higher side of uh, of the 14 properties, 15 properties, but uh, they're not at the highest. They're kind of a middle of the... (coughs) of the road maintenance fee. I think they're $8 and, uh, uh, 837 per point, I believe. But, um, it, it's a great value. I, we do have a lot of people who do buy it, who are less than seven month travelers or the ones that want to book at Alani for summer or Christmas. So if that's mm-hmm. a, a thing, then you should be buying Alani cause it is tough to get into during like holiday seasons. Um, but it, yeah, it's it is a good value. it's It's one of the cheaper for one of the longer terms. So lesser price per point, but you get more time on that contract. One de- thing that was, the- there's, there's not this- a lot of negatives on Alani, but but one thing that I did want to mention, maintenance fees, there's something called a transit tax that you do have to pay when you go to Alani. Uh, that this is the only DVC resort that actually has an extra cost associated to it. When you check in uh, to any hotel in Hawaii, and Alani obviously is there, uh, there's something called the transit tax. So it's a it's a minor tax that the state of Hawaii is going to charge you. It's usually it depends on how many points you're going to use, but um, just be aware that when you check in, they're going to ask you for this tax, and it's like you know I can give you how to calculate it, but just to keep it simple, it's like less than 100 bucks for a week. So relative to that, it just depends on. Besides the, the villa, the number of points, but just be aware there is a little bit of an extra cost when you check in to, and that's not just Alani, it's any hotel in Hawaii.
2: I want to uh, I want to mention, um, as somebody who's never been to Alani, I do daydream a bit. And about a year ago, we talked about Alani that I was part of that conversation for the first time. And during that conversation, Pete, you mentioned uh, kind of a, a itinerary that would look a little like you taking two days at Disneyland, then taking a trip to Alani, then taking a trip to Tokyo, like as a kind of go big trip. And that's kind of, that's kind of the Alani trip that I, that I daydream about maybe having one day is flying from Florida to California, doing a long weekend in California, then going to Alani for a few days, kind of like having a nice relaxation reset and then doing a big trip to Tokyo. That's kind of how I had it in my head. That would be like my ideal trip. But again, in that that sort of environment, obviously um, the
0: price tag, there's probably going to be some sticker shock on that as
2: well. Well, that's what,
0: so. that's what Sean and I did, uh, something similar to that, a few years ago when we, you know, we went out. We were out in Alani for a week and then we flew out to Tokyo for a week and then we came back to Honolulu and spent a night at the uh, Hilton Hawaiian Village, never again, Um, in Waikiki, never again. Oh,
3: yeah, I did not like that. Um,
0: And, you know, so we did, uh, I think for that one, we did a round trip from Orlando to Honolulu, and then we did a separate round trip from Honolulu to Tokyo. It ended Mm -hmm. up working out to be less expensive uh, to do it that way. So Um, um, that is a great great way to Um, That is a great way to get out to Tokyo. Um, Granted, it's a big trip and it's an an expensive trip. But even if you just used Hawaii as, you know, Alani as your resting point for a couple of days before going on to Tokyo, if you're coming from the East Coast, it's a great way to get there. So, all right. Well, anybody else? Anybody else uh, have anything they want to add? I would
1: agree with what Sean said also about island hopping, you know, like Alani is beautiful and, and it is kind of in its own area on the island of Oahu. So if you want to really experience Hawaii, explore Oahu, but go to Maui, go to Kauai, you know, kind of go to the main, the, the big island and you can, there's, there's just a lot to do out there. If it's an option and, and it might be a dream vacation, go and see it as much as you can because it, it is such a magical place.
0: All right. I think that's a good place to stop. So that, folks, is our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the DVC Show. Have a great week.